Father. Lord, truly that's our desire. Lord, for you just to come, Lord. And we realize, Lord, that we have to open the door. And Lord, there's doors within doors. God, I pray, Lord, if there's, if there's any place that we have reserved, that we've kept closed off from you, Lord, I pray that we would open it up this morning. Lord, let you come into every corner of our heart. Lord, every room, Lord, any place, God, that, that place of our private life, maybe some little things that we've just held back and some places that we haven't given you the preeminence in. Lord, I pray, God, that we would open it up this morning. Lord, let the Word rule supreme in our lives. Lord, I believe, as the prophet said, it's the time that the Word should have preeminence. I believe it's time, Lord, that, that Christ, the Word, Lord, should have preeminence among His bride. Lord, this is the hour that we're living in. And, Lord, we're just asking that even in this service, Lord, Lord, that Your, your presence... Lord, would just sweep among us, God. And Lord, that you would just minister to us, Lord. Lord, we, we realize, Lord, as a man, that there's nothing that we could say or do. Lord, we're unable and we don't have the ability. But Lord, we're looking to, unto Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Lord, we thank you for the great things that's already been done. Lord, we thank you for the victories that's already been won. Lord, how could we ever thank you? Lord, for the grace that you've already shown unto us. Lord, I think about how that there was ten lepers in the scripture that were healed, but one returning gave thanks. Oh God, I want to be that one this morning. Lord, to have I recognize what you've done for me and my family. Lord, and I just want to thank you this morning. Lord, I want to just lift you up your name, oh God. There's no God like our God. Lord, you're, you're still the same yesterday, today, and forever. You're the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Lord, we just ask now that you would just, Lord, anoint lips of clay. Anoint our ears to hear and our hearts to receive. And Lord, we'll give you all the glory and all the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You love the Lord today. Amen. How many has enjoyed these meetings so far? Amen. We just thank God for what He's done. And... <clears throat> Amen. I tell you, after last night, all I can say is just quote the Scripture to you, Galatians 5 and 1, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free. Amen. And be not entangled again in a yoke of bondage. Amen. How many got some liberty last night? Amen. How many is going to keep the liberty? Amen. You know, the children of Israel, not only did they have to fight for the ground that they took, but they had to keep it too. Amen. And I believe you're going to have to fight for every inch of ground that you take. Amen. But we're going to have to fight to keep it also. Amen. But I, I tell you, I just, I just got an attitude this morning. Amen. Towards the devil. Devil, I fought too hard to get it, and I'm, and I'm not turning it loose. Amen. Amen. You feel that way this morning? I tell you, friends, our best days are not behind us. The best days of this bride is not behind us. There ain't no need for any believer in this building to look behind you to see the power of God. 
Amen. Jesus Christ is still the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. Amen. And I believe our best days are yet to come. Amen. I believe it with all my heart. Amen. If we just take our Bibles this morning, we'll just try to get right into the Word. We just certainly want to say once again that we're honored to be here with you. And, uh, and we just appreciate Brother Tim so much and, and uh, the invitation to be here and these brothers that, that are here that we're ministering with and even uh, the other brothers. Amen. We just say God bless you this morning. And I tell you, Brother Tim said something that was just um, in, in the first night. Uh, I, I was just making a, a comment there that, you know, I, it's more about just preaching a good sermon. And, uh, you know, I, I really feel that way in my heart. I, I, you know, several years ago, I just told the Lord, I said, Lord, I don't care about good sermons. I want, I want you to move. I want people's lives to be changed. And, and brother, brother Tim, your pastor, he said, the days of, of, of good sermons are over. <laughs> Amen. It, it's more than just a good sermon. Amen. We've heard a lot of good sermons. But I tell you, there ain't nothing like when God comes by. Amen. And His grace reaches down and touches lives. Jeremiah chapter 49. I just want to read two verses of Scripture here. <clears throat> Jeremiah 49. And we'll be reading from verse 1. I just have a, a simple little thought that the Lord has dealt with us on and so we just trust that the Lord will have his way. Jeremiah 49 and verse 1. Concerning the Ammonites, thus saith the Lord, hath Israel no sons? Hath he no heir? Why then doth their king inherit Gad? And his people dwell in his cities. Therefore, behold, the days come, saith the Lord, that I will cause an alarm of war to be heard in Rabbah of the Ammonites. And it shall be a desolate heap, and her daughters shall be burned with fire. And then shall Israel be heir unto them that were his heirs, saith the Lord. Amen. May God just add his blessings, and you can have your seats. <clears throat> This morning, I'd like to speak to you on, is there any sons? Concerning the Ammonites, these are the enemies of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, hath Israel no sons, hath he no heir? And I believe that the question was being asked because the, the, the question is saying, if, if Israel has sons, then why does their king inherit Gad? Why is the enemy dwelling within our cities? Because when Israel has sons, sons are defenders. Sons are protectors. Sons are warriors. And so the question is being asked concerning the Ammonites, hath Israel any sons? You know, and I believe that we could ask that same question this morning. You know, we can look around at our nation. We can look at the condition of the world that we're living in. And I believe that we could ask the question, what happened to our sons? 
You know, what happened to the sons of America that, that stood in this, in this nation that we called, they were known as sons of liberty, that stood against uh, the tyrants of, uh, of uh, you know, they stood against uh, taxation uh, with no representation. They stood against, uh, uh, you know, all the evils that, that were trying to take the liberty away. And, and, and so who was it that fought for our independence? Who was it that won us the, the victories of, of liberty as a nation? It was the sons, the sons of America, the sons of liberty. Who was it that even fought in the wars that we have, have in history of this nation? Who, who stood against uh, Nazism and, and, and fought those battles? It was our sons that stood and fought in those battles. We sent sons to the battlefield. And it was sons that defended uh, the, 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 the ground. It was sons that stood there in a defense of, of even this nation. Amen. But what has happened to the sons of America? What has happened to, to our churches when we see that there seems like that there's not even anybody that would make a stand anymore? And, you know, uh, Brother Branham, uh, uh, you know, when he is talking about the, the, the problems that we have as a nation, he didn't just lay it on the politicians. He, he didn't just lay it on, you know, on, on the government. But he said the problem with this nation is weak pulpits. Amen. What has allowed the enemy to come in? How many knows that there's been an invasion in, of the USA? And hell has invaded the USA. And I just want to say this morning, not only has there been an invasion of this nation, but there's, a, there's been an invasion of, of our churches. Amen. The enemy is trying to invade our homes. Amen. We are under attack. Amen. But we see how the enemy has come in and taken over. And the prophet of God said that it's weak pulpits. Has, amen. Has allowed these things to happen. Amen. In a message, Jehovah Jireh there in 64, Brother Brown said, what a difference there is today in our schools that's sending out, out ministers. They just indocumate them with all kinds of unbelief and theories. That's no more scriptural than some kind of a creed that they make up. And then they send them out with such bases as that. No wonder we've hatched out such a bunch of Oswalds and Jack Rubies and so forth across the country. And communism is swallowing the country because we've got seminaries and incubator preachers. Instead of God sent, born again, Holy Ghost filled, fire born sons of God. Children of Abraham who believe the word of God to be emphatically the truth. Amen. And nothing else but the truth. Rugged and can stand there upon the promises in the face of anything and face it down. Amen. Amen. You see what the prophet is saying? Amen. That's the trouble that we have in this nation. That's the trouble that we have in our churches is we've got a bunch of incubator preachers. Amen. We got a bunch of preachers that's been trained in a seminary, but they ain't never been on the backside of the desert and met the pillar of fire. Amen. They ain't never had a burning bush experience. Amen. You know why our churches are setting dead? Amen. You know why people, amen, are not coming to a birth? Amen. Because how can a man preach something that he's never experienced himself? Amen. How can a minister preach the Holy Ghost if he ain't got the Holy Ghost? Amen. How can he preach a new birth if he's never had a new birth? 
Hallelujah. Amen. He might be trained in theology. He might can say amen just right. He might can put quotes together and stack up Bible verses. Amen. He might memorize the scripture. But brother, if he ain't met God face to face and had an experience with Christ, amen, I tell you, amen, brother, amen, what we need back in the pulpit, amen, is not a bunch of sissified preachers, amen, that don't know where they're standing, amen, that don't know, amen, oh, come on, church, amen, what we need is some fireborn sons of God, amen, that know who they are, that know where they're standing. Hallelujah, that still believe that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hallelujah. Amen, I tell you, as a church, you ought to be thankful that you got a pastor. Amen, that still believes in this Bible. Amen, that still believes this emphatic word of God. Amen, that still believes it's infallible. Amen, that still believes, amen, that, that the word cannot fail. Amen. You ought to be thankful that you're, amen, you're, you're, you, go, you worship God in a church that believes in the moving of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen, because I tell you this, amen, that's what we need. Amen. I like what Brother Tim said. Amen. You might have had your revival, but, but, but every generation has to have its own revival. Amen. The prophet said a fresh chance at the word. Amen. And, and I tell you, I'm thankful for what God done for me. I'm thankful for the experience that I've had. Amen. But I got children. Hallelujah. And I'm glad that there's still some men. Amen. I'm glad there's men like Brother Tim that'll have a meeting like this. And there's men like Brother Wayne and Brother Ron that'll preach the gospel, that'll take the gloves off. Amen. And I'm glad there's people like you that'll create an atmosphere that my daughter could come to this altar. Hallelujah. And the Holy Ghost can set her free. Oh, brother, amen, I tell you, amen, that's what I believe. Amen, and you say, amen, that's good, but that was last night. Amen, I tell you what, it's going to happen again and again and again and again. Amen, because I believe there's still some sons and daughters. Amen, that need. Amen, they got a need this morning. And do you realize that your need brings him on the scene? Hallelujah. Is there any sons? In the token, Brother Rev said this, women dressing and acting and doing and man permitting them to do it. Big bunch of sissies. Seems like there's not even man anymore. See men, men or man wearing pink shoes, preachers on the pulpit, something like that, that's a disgrace. I like to see a man that's absolutely man. Looks like there's a power that drives them to do it. It's the devil and the pressure of this day. That's right. Sometime a man weighing 200 pounds and muscles out like that and not one else of man in him. Act like some big sissy out here. Amen. I like a man to be a man. Let a woman be feminist. Let them be ladies. And when the token is applied, they'll turn back to that. God made them different, and they are different. And when a man wants to look like a woman, and a woman wants to look like a man, it goes to show there's a perversion. 
a dark spirit hanging over gross darkness over the people. It's an hour of calling out. There's a darkness over Egypt. Amen. Before the calling out. Amen. Then the token was applied. And it's time for the church to get the token. How many believes that? It's time for the church to get the token. Come on, the hour of talking about is over with. We ain't here to discuss the message. We are not here to talk about the message. We are not here to debate the message. Amen, we are here to come into the message and get under the token because the token is the only thing that he'll recognize. Whoa, hallelujah. How many's got, how many's got the token? How many knows that the token is the Holy Spirit? It's the literal life of Christ. How many is glad you got the Holy Ghost? Amen, because I want to tell you, there's a death angel passing through the land. Hallelujah. Amen, but if you done got the token and the blood has been applied and the token is on display when it comes to your house, amen, the voice of the blood is crying out, not this one, Passover. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. I believe, amen, that there's some people in here this morning that's done got the token life of Jesus Christ and when cancer come a-knocking, there was a voice crying out, Passover. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. There's all kind of false doctrine coming into the churches. But there's churches that's got the token applied and on display. And there's a voice crying out, not this church, Passover. Hallelujah. I believe there's some mamas and daddies that's done applied the token to their home. And when the enemy tries to come in, there's a voice crying out, not this house, devil. Not my children, devil. Passover. Hallelujah. Not my son, devil. Not my daughter. No, you can't have them. Passover. Glory to God. Just Passover. Hallelujah. Oh, mercy. And Adam and Eve, Adam was, it was all Adam to begin with. But God took a rib from his side, made a woman. He took the feminine spirit out of Adam and put it in a woman. Who done that? God done that. It was God that done the separating. Watch this. Therefore, when a woman acts masculine, there's a perversion there somewhere. And when a man wants to be a big sissy, hey, listen, I'm just quoting the prophet. So don't get mad at me. There's something wrong somewhere. God made a man and dressed him like a man. And a woman, amen, and dressed like a woman. He ever remains them to be that way. Amen. When you see them doing something else, there's something wrong. It's perverted. The whole thing has become a bunch of perverts. That's exactly right. The whole race, the whole generation, the whole thing is a petrified sore. And the Bible said there's hardly soundness anywhere. You know it's the truth. You can't even hardly find among them. Go out on the streets. It's hard to find a real man. Sissies, as if I ever seen. And women that wear trousers, cut their hair, wear amen, lipstick, smoking cigarettes, trying to be a man. Amen, what do you want to be a man for? You're supposed to be a lady. Amen. Listen, friends, God took the feminine spirit out of a man and separated it. 
Amen. Listen, don't you listen to this bunch of modern trash. Amen. They're, they're trying to, amen. What, you know, they're trying to tell our boys, amen, what you need to do is get in touch with your feminine side. Amen. Let me tell you something, boys. If you don't do that, you better be looking for a mate. Because the only feminine side you got is your wife. Because God took the feminine spirit out of a man and put it in a woman. Oh, come on. I'm going to preach anyhow this morning. Amen. You know why women are dressing like men and men are dressing like women? Amen. Before they ever put on each other's clothes, they took on one another's spirit. Amen. And the woman took on the spirit of a man. The man, a spirit of a woman, it's perversion. Amen. And what you see, amen, on the outside is only an expression of a spirit that's took over on the inside. Hallelujah, but I believe that God is still calling for real men and real ladies. Hallelujah. I'm just going to stop here and say something. Amen. There's all kind of people out there criticizing our, our youth camps and criticizing, you know, what Brother Tim has done. They're criticizing, amen, our young people. Amen. I'll, I'll, I'll admit, hey, we, you know, our young people, even, even young people in our churches has got problems. Even young people in our churches, you know, they got their, their problems and their things that they're dealing with and things that they're facing. I'll admit that. But I just want to say in front of everybody and the devil, I'll put these young people up against any group of kids on this planet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was watching, I was watching this, this young lady right here the, the other night, the first night. Now, you might not think nobody noticed, but I notice and God does too. I believe that's your daughter, ain't it? Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> but I was watching the way she worships God. And I tell you what, amen, Paul said, don't let nobody despise your youth. got young people sitting all over these front rows up here. They're just a bunch of kids, but they're worshiping God. Amen. I seen, amen, Katie last night and amen, some of these young sisters, amen, shouting and dancing and amen, listen, that might embarrass some parents, amen, but that don't embarrass me. Amen. That does not make me ashamed. Amen. I am proud, amen, of what this message produces. Hallelujah. Brother, I tell you, it's a testimony of the power of the gospel of Jesus Christ and what this message will do if we'll just preach the message. Amen. If we'll just amen the word. Amen. It'll produce young people. Amen. That'll worship God. Amen. That'll amen, be dressed in the beauty of his holiness. Brother, it don't just do it to young people. It does it to old people. It'll make real godly parents out of our parents. Amen. It'll change. Oh, yes, sir. Young or old. Amen. Rich or poor. It don't make no difference. Amen. This message makes real men. It makes real ladies. Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. You know, we live in a world that, just to try to get into my thought, I'm just preaching. I'm, so I'm a, 
It don't really matter to me. I, I told him last night, I got home last night, after what God done for me and my family, I don't care what else happens. I mean, we can just sing a song, go eat, and, amen, and rejoice. Amen. I'm just happy to be here. I don't know about the rest of y'all. Amen. But I'm happy to be here. Amen. But, you know, we're living in a time when manhood is under assault. The world's trying to take away our masculinity. Listen to him. I'm not trying to preach us, you know, say that we ought to be a bunch of, you know, dictators and, amen, you know, abusers of our families. And, amen, I'll just say this. If you always got to walk around, amen, you know, saying, let me tell you one thing. Bless God, I'm the head of this house. And I'm, amen, you hear something wrong. <laughs> you don't have to demand that. That place is given unto you. You just walk in it. Lead by example. Can I just quote the prophet? Amen. He said, uh, uh, the, the Bible says a woman reverence her husband. And Brother Brown says, you live a life that she can reverence. Come on, church. Amen. I might as well stay on this side just a little while because I'm going to be on that other uh, quite a while too. Amen. So I'll just go ahead and tell you. Amen. Amen. You know, we got a bunch of men sometimes that want their children just to be walking the line. Their wife's going to walk the line. And they live any kind of way they want to live. Amen. You are under the headship of Christ. And if you ain't in your place, how in the world? And why do you expect your children and your wife to be in their place? Now, we can go. <laughs> Might quieten it down, but it's all right. It's going to be all right. But manhood is under a, a, a assault. I was just reading an article. This, this is not a message, believer. This is just an article I read. It says, Satan is determined to undermine men, destroying their God-given roles, and redefine the biblical definition of manhood because he wants to see the family unravel. And society crumble. What we are seeing and will continue to see is a decimation of the family because the man is the foundation of the family and the family is the foundation of society. So if we want to unravel the family and society, the best way is to get rid of men fulfilling their roles. This is true because, amen, biblically and traditionally, amen, men are procreators. They're providers. They're protectors. Is that right? You see why Satan is trying to attack our sons? Amen. Because with no sons, there's no defenders. No sons, there's no protectors. No sons. Amen. You see, amen. Can I just say it to you this way? Amen. If Satan can destroy our sons, if Satan can destroy our children in this message, there'll be no more preachers. There'll be no more deacons. There won't be no song leaders. Amen. There won't be nobody. Amen. To, to stand in the church of the living. Amen. So Satan is attacking. Amen. Sons. And listen. He don't care if you come to church. Satan does not care if you sit on a pew. Satan don't even care if you say, I believe that Brother Brown was a prophet and all that. Amen. That's not what he's trying to stop. Just don't ever come to a birth. Just don't ever come to that place. Amen. As you see, because, amen, Satan can deal with you as a churchgoer. Satan can deal with you as a lukewarm, amen, half-hearted believer. 
Amen. Satan can deal with you. Do you realize that Satan, amen, can even handle it if you just call this your home church? But brother, if you ever, amen, get born again by the Spirit of the living God and get the Holy Ghost, amen, burning down on the inside, Satan don't know what to do with a son of God. So you see it in society. We see it, amen, in the church. It's a degradation of, uh, 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 of, uh, of uh, even look at what society has done to our role models. You know, you, you look at, uh, amen, the role models that are put before our children, amen, and you know, even years ago, we had men like, amen, even though that they, in my opinion, were not good role models, but, but just to show you how it's changed, amen, you know, years ago, there was men like John Wayne that were the role models, they were real men, amen, they might not have been everything we believed, you know, and stood as Christians, but, but at least they were men, but anymore, amen, what you see put before our children is a bunch of, uh, 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 you know, a, a bunch of sissies, amen, a bunch of perverts, and that's what's put before our children all the time. Amen, that's what they see. I hope it ain't your children, but that's what they see, amen, coming out of Hollywood. That's what us on the television show is filled with examples, amen, of, 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 of men, you know, you watch a, a, a God forbid, don't don't do it, but I'm just giving you an example. Amen. You, amen. What's on these sitcoms and stuff? Amen. The woman, amen, is is a genius, and the man is just a. You know, he's just a, he's just. Can I borrow your word? He's just stupid. Amen. You know, and that's how they portray him. They just, amen. They just portray him as you know. He don't know what he's doing. He don't know how to lead, how to make a decision, how to, you know. That's what they portray, amen. And and, and that's what's put before our boys until they be begin to believe that that's what ex is accepted or even expected out of them. It's an outright attack on manhood. We can see this in the scripture. Why were all the male children killed in the day of Moses? Let's just watch this in Exodus 1 and verse 8. Now there arose up a new king over Egypt which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on and let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply. And it come to pass, when there falleth out any war, that they join also unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. And therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities. Amen. Notice this in verse 12. But the, but the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. Uh, I'd just like to stop and preach on that a little while. The more the devil fights us, he ain't stopping this bride. The more he fights you, the stronger you get. And the more he tries to stop this message, amen, the further he reaches out. Hallelujah. Amen, I tell you, amen, the devil is fighting a losing battle. Amen, because you can't fight a fire like this. The more you fight it, the more it spreads. And the more they afflicted them, the more they grew. They were grieved because of the children of Israel. The Egyptians made the children of Israel serve with vigor. 
And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage and mortar and brick and all manners of service in the field. And all their service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. And the king of Egypt spake unto the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of, of one was, uh, I can't pronounce his name, you forgive me. Amen. And he said, when you do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, you see and see them unto the stools. If it be a son, then you shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then, you shall, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men child, children alive. And the king of Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, Why have you done this thing? And save the men children alive. And the midwives said unto Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not as Egyptian women, for they are lively and are delivered. Amen. Ere the midwives come in unto them. Amen. Oh, I tell you, there's something different about you. Therefore God dwelt well with the midwives and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty and it came to pass because the midwives feared God that they made them houses and Pharaoh charged all the people saying every son that is born ye shall cast into the river and every daughter ye shall let live. Now why was it that Pharaoh was trying to destroy the boys? Amen. Because with no sons there's no seed. With no sons there's no warriors. With no sons you see what he said? Amen. If we can take the sons out then we can have handle the women and the children amen and we can use them for our benefit amen but let's just not have any sons amen but do you realize that it was in a time like this that God was going to send a deliverer amen to the children of Israel amen in an hour amen Moses was born in a time that every male child was under threat Hallelujah. Amen. Moses was born in that kind of an hour. Amen. When every male, amen, that come forth was, amen, there was a threat on their life. Amen. But there was something about Moses. He was predestinated for a purpose. And it didn't matter how determined Pharaoh was. Amen. Or all the armies of Pharaoh. Amen. There was something protecting that child's life. Hallelujah. Amen. And when that mama, I tell you, she was a real mama. And she took that baby and put it in a, amen, in that ark. Amen. And she pitched that thing with prayer and put it out in the river. And there was crocodiles all in that river. Amen. Amen. The Pharaoh's army was looking for him. Amen. There was crocodiles, amen, ready to devour him. But there was something else. Amen. Amen. In the unseen realm, amen, the angels of God was lined up and down the banks. Hallelujah. Watching over that child's life. Amen. And I want to tell you, amen, some of you children sitting here this morning, amen, the reason why you're here is because some mama and some daddy prayed over your life. Amen. And you are under, amen, a predestinated word. You are here for a purpose. Hallelujah. And there ain't enough devils in hell to stop you. Whoa, glory. You're born in a time, amen, when the Holy Ghost experience, amen, is being taught against. You're living in a time, amen, when, listen, amen, do you realize the time we're living in? Amen, we're living in a time as a nation, amen, when, amen, years ago they would have never thought of abortion. But right now it's legal. Amen, they don't think nothing about killing a child. They don't think nothing about stopping a birth. Amen. They don't think of, even to the place that has come to partial birth abortion. 
Amen. I want to say, you know, I thought about that. Amen. I was thinking about partial birth of these partial birth of but friends. It's insanity. It's complete insanity. How could we be, amen, such a, 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 a people? How do we move so far away from the Word of God till even those kind of things would be a possibility? But let me tell you, the devil's into that too. Because he don't care if you come to a partial birth. Just don't go all the way. Come on. Satan, amen, he, he's got his abortion clinic set up all over the nation also. Amen, in the form of churches. Amen, some, amen, some preacher, amen, standing and trying, some old doctor standing up there, amen, telling you, oh, don't worry about it, you got it, you're good enough, amen, you're going to make it, you don't have to do all that, you ain't got it, oh, come on, you know I'm telling the truth, amen, what is it, amen, amen, it's an abortion, amen, they're, they're stopping them before they ever get to the birth, and the devil don't care if you come through justification, amen, he don't even care if you get sanctification, brother, amen, the devil is trying to block the the baptism of the Holy Ghost and a child coming to a new birth. Hallelujah. By the Spirit of the living God. Amen. Because he knows. And that's the time you were born in. But even in that time, he can't stop it all. You see the same thing repeated in Jesus' day, Matthew chapter 2. Amen. Then Herod, when he saw, amen, that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth, and sent forth and slew all the children that were in Bethlehem, and in all the coasts thereof from two years old and under, according to the time that he had delegated, or, or, or diligently rather inquired of the wise men. And then was fulfilled which was spoken by Jeremy the prophet, saying, In Ramah is there a voice heard, lamentation and weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and would not be comforted because they are not. Is that right? But God was watching over His Son. Amen. And in a time when all the males were being destroyed, the Lord visited Joseph. Is that right? Amen. And Jesus, amen, was protected in that hour. Oh my, amen. And I believe that there's some sitting here today, amen, that are being protected in this hour. Oh, just think about it. In a time when the world is telling our children that gender is a choice. You can decide for yourself what you want to be. Let me tell you something, friends. Amen, God alone has that right. And that decision has already been made for you. Long before you ever got here, God already knew, amen, who you would be and what you would be. That is not your choice. Amen. And we're living in that kind of society and that kind of, with that kind of uh, uh, thing being presented unto our children. And think about it, amen, in a time, amen, when the spirit of homosexuality, amen, let me just say this, amen, as strong as I can say it, amen, we are living in the days of Sodom. It's not something that's coming down the road, it's here. 
And it's not just out there in the world. It's coming into the church. There's a Methodist minister just a while back. He stood up and told his whole congregation. He said, homosexuality is not a sin. He says, sin is to purposely defy the, the laws of God. You have to make a decision and a choice to do it. That's sin. He says, you can't help how you were born. He, he presented them the thought that homosexuality is not a choice. You're born that way. Therefore, it's not a sin. I'm talking about a preacher that's claiming to preach the gospel. You know, think about this. I just want to say this. Amen. They're not preaching the gospel I believe. I'm afraid that they're preaching another Jesus. They're not preaching the, the gospel. Amen. They're not preaching, amen, the gospel that Paul preached. They're not preaching the gospel that William Branham stood for. He stood there and made those comments, you know, and even back home, there's churches back home in our area that are having meetings. They're actually having meetings and sitting down and having counsel with one another to try to make a decision on where to stand on the issue of homosexuality. Could you ma imagine even a group of leaders of a church having to have a discussion of where to stand on something that God calls in this Bible an abomination? That's how far we've fallen. Amen. And I'll just ask the question, where are the sons? Hath Israel any sons concerning these Ammonites? Amen. Where are the sons? Amen. And they're standing saying, oh, we're the children of God. We're the children of God. Then why does their king, then why does the, amen, the demons of hell, amen, have his way, amen, in our house? Oh, my. Amen. Where are the sons? Where are the Holy Ghost filled, amen, children of God? Where are them firebrand? Amen. Men like Wesley that was snatched out of the fire. Amen. That stood in the face of all opposition. Oh, come on, church. Amen. I say, God, give us more men. Amen. More men that'll stand. Amen. If they have to stand all by themselves. Amen. If it, if it empties the church, amen, let it empty the church. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me just tell you this, how I feel about it. Amen. If the word offends somebody and runs them off, it's making room for a backslider to return to Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. If the word offends somebody and they leave the house of God, it's just making room for a sinner to find the grace of God. Hallelujah. I'm just to the place, brother, I'm done compromising. I just don't care what the devil thinks about it. Hallelujah. I'm going to preach this word. I'm going to preach this message. Hallelujah. Amen. If, I, if it costs me my life, I like what one of these brothers said a while ago. Amen. If it's worth living for, it's worth dying for. And I believe we got something worth living for. We got something worth dying for. We got a message to preach. If it costs us our life, let's preach it. Matter of fact, amen, when it makes the devil mad, I get glad. 
Amen. I, I guess y'all could tell last night I like singing. <laughs> Especially some certain types of songs I really like singing. <laughs> we sing, I, you know, I am redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I am redeemed by the blood. Yeah. Filled with the Holy Ghost I am. And one day I heard a verse of it and buddy, <laughs> says the devil's mad, but we're so glad. The devil's mad, but we're so glad. The devil's mad, but we're so glad. He lost that sinner that he thought he had. All of my sins are under the blood. I am redeemed. Hallelujah. The devil might be mad this morning, but we're happy. And we got something to be happy about. Don't let nobody take your shout. You got something to shout about. Glory to God. Let me go ahead and give the devil a black eye. Is that all right? I believe it's time to get off the ropes. We preach about Ali, amen, there, amen, Wednesday night, and he laid on them ropes, ropes and took punch after punch after punch. I think we took enough punches. I believe it's time to stand up straight. Let's get off the ropes. Amen, let's start swinging. We ain't just here to roll with the punches. We're here to knock the devil out. Hallelujah. We've laid on the ropes long enough, brother. Amen. It's in the seventh round. Let's stand up and fight for our God-given rights. I'm going to go ahead and give the devil a black eye. We wore that quote out. Don't jump no higher than you live. And all we done with it is took the jump out of the church. Brother Brown wasn't trying to make us stop jump. He was trying to make us live higher so we could jump higher. Hallelujah. I ain't trying to take your jump. I'm trying to, amen, tell you that there's a gospel that can change your life. Hallelujah. And you'll have a life to match your praise. You got a right to do it. You're a son of God. You're a daughter of God. Oh my. Listen to this. God's got a message called God, God called man. He said, and God has made a promise. If the people, amen. Amen. Listen to what he says here. If the people that are called by my name shall assemble themselves together and pray, they shall hear from heaven. And so tonight we think, we think on that and remember that in the midst of all this cry, God cannot send a revival until he's got a man in shape to take it. We cannot have a revival until we get men. God called men. God trained men. That's not trained up in schools of theology and education, but rugged men of faith that God has brought out of the school of his rugged training. Men who are not afraid to face the fire. Men who has come into the presence of God and knows his power and knows his omnipotence and knows his healing power. Amen. Some men that's trained to know the living God. It's all right to train them by the word, but the letter killed the spirit given life. And before we can have this revival, God has to call out and train men. God trained men to carry this message. Amen. What did he say? God trained men to carry this message. Hallelujah. Amen. Let me just go ahead and give the devil another black eye concerning this spirit that's trying to make the preacher stop preaching. 
Is there any sons? Is there any sons? Is there any Holy Ghost filled, fire-born sons of God that'll stand in the face of the devil and say, devil, you'll never shut me up. I'll never stop preaching this message. I'll never stop preaching this gospel. You didn't call me. God called me. You didn't equip me. God equipped me. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Amen. Amen. They don't care what the opposition is. They are willing to go to the fiery furnace in defeat or the lion's den or whatever it might be. They're ready to go because they've been in the presence of God and know what they know that He is. Whether it's the victory or defeat, they'll stand just the same. I believe everything's asking the question. I believe that that is the devil's question this morning. Is there any sons? Concerning these Ammonites, is there any sons? I believe it was the devil's question. Amen. I believe that was Goliath's question. Amen. When he stood out there on the battlefield. I believe he was screaming over. Amen. At Israel over there. And all the sons of Israel standing on the other side shaking in their boots. Amen. Defeated already. And Goliath was screaming out, hey, is there any sons over there? Is there anybody over there that'll meet the challenge of this hour? Is there any real believers? Y'all talked about it and sung about it and done all that kind of stuff. But is there anybody that's willing to prove? Come on, church. You ain't here just to warm the bitches. You're here to prove to the devil that this message is right. You're here to prove to the devil that the word is still true. I believe that's what Goliath was saying. Is there any sons over there? And David was just a little bitty boy. <laughs> oh, brother. Amen. That ought to encourage some of y'all. Amen. David's probably about your size. Amen. And Goliath said, Is there any sons over there? Amen. And David said, Yeah. There's at least one. And if nobody else will do it, I'll do it. Hallelujah. I believe that was a question that the Philistines had when they went up there to Shemgar's house. Amen. Is there still any sons in Israel? Amen. And Shemgar was sitting there defeated. But Brother Ron, he began to realize, hey, wait a minute. Amen. I'm not just anybody. Amen. I'm a son of Abraham. I ain't just anybody. I was born under a covenant that God waved with my father. I'm a son of Israel. I might not have a sword. I might not have a spear. Just give me an Osco. Hallelujah. And he began to slay 600 Philistines. How could he do it? He was a son. I believe that was the question that was asked. I believe the devil's asking the question this morning. But I got good news. We have the devil's answer. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil's asking the question, is there still any real sons? Is there still any fireborn, Holy Ghost filled? Is there still any devil defeating, 
devil's stomping. Hallelujah. Acts 2.38. Screaming, hollering, tongue-talking. Children of God that were born by the word. That's the only kind that the word can produce. That's the devil's question. You're the devil's answer. Hallelujah. He's saying, is there any sons? Is there any sons? Is there any sons here? Hallelujah. We have the devil's answer. Has this message got any sons? Concerning believe the sign, is there any sons? Concerning the devils that'll stand and say that this message is a false and it's a fake and the prophet was a false prophet. Amen. It's a cult. Is there any sons this morning that'll lift your hands, that'll lift your voice and say, I don't care what the devil says. This message is thus saith the Lord. Hallelujah. It's vindicated by a pillar of fire. Israel any sons concerning the spirit of pornography trying to take over our homes and our daddies and our brothers and our children is there any sons concerning the spirits of depression concerning the spirits of discouragement Concerning the spirits of fashion that'll try to come in and sweep our young our, our young girls. Oh come on. Concerning the spirits of this world that's trying to take over our churches with worldlyism. Amen. Is there any sons? Is there any sons? Is there any real men of God? And I still stand and call right, right, and wrong, wrong. I say there is. Concerning the spirit that held Gabriel Burgess bound. And it seemed like that there was just no hope for the case. Is there any sons? Where's she at? Standing right out there. Amen. And, and there was some sons of God. Amen. They're, they're right here in this building. There was some sons of God, anointed of God, to meet the challenge of that hour. And I'm here to proclaim, amen, that we have the victory. She stands delivered. Hallelujah. She stands delivered. She's standing right there with her hands lifted up. Amen. Set free by the power. Amen. Because God has some sons. Sons to meet the enemy. Sons to meet the challenge. What about it, Abigail Bennett? Is there any sons? Does God have any sons? Amen. When the enemy had tried to take my daughter, amen, I tell you, the Lord showed me, amen, uh, amen, four years ago, amen, that, amen, that the enemy was attacking her, trying to get to me. And we've been through battle after battle after battle. Amen. We ain't accepted nothing, Brother Timothy. Amen. We have claimed victory all the way through. Amen. We've seen God do things for her. Amen. But I believe with all my heart that right here last night, because God still got some sons. Hallelujah. 
I said, God still got some sons. Adopted sons. Born sons. Filled sons. Sons that speak the word and God backs it up. That's who you are. That's who you are. That's why you're here. Hallelujah. And the devil say, is there any sons? Amen. And our children are screaming, yes. Hallelujah. Is there any more evangelists? Yes. Is there real pastors? Yes. Is there real teachers? Yes. Is there real believers? Yes. Is there sons of God? Yes. Oh, don't worry, girls. I ain't going to leave you out. What about you daughters of Zion? When they come across the Red Sea and they look back and their enemy was dead and Miriam took up a tambourine and went dancing across the seashore and the daughters of Israel went shouting with her. You're the answer to the devil's question. Is there any signs? Yes. Does God have children? Yes. Hallelujah. Victory is sure. Rejoice. Stand fast in the liberty where God has made you free. this morning. Give him glory this morning. You don't have to stop. What can you say this morning? I am the answer. Hallelujah. 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 Just give him another hand clap of praise. Hallelujah. Somebody say glory. against me I don't care what the devil says I've been put here for a purpose hallelujah hallelujah he's wonderful and I'm going to stand with all my might and proclaim it hallelujah oh yes hallelujah hallelujah Proclaim your liberty this morning. Wow. 
Hallelujah, God. Oh, we love you, Father. Oh, yes. Lord God Almighty, 